Welcome to Processing Purpose, a business and lifestyle podcast committed to having honest conversations about the stuff in our lives that is often suppressed, ignored, or overlooked. We are two brothers from very different backgrounds, but with one common goal. From entrepreneurship to relationships, from hobbies to house projects, nothing is off limits as we process becoming the best version of ourselves in business and life. Luke and Gavin back in action. We're back. It's been it's been a hot minute. You guys wouldn't know that, but it's been, but it's been a hot minute. And it it's feels, been two weeks for you. Yeah, it feels good to just be back and just talking about life and everything. Yeah, you uh, you were just on a little bit of a getaway, a little vacay. Yep, went down to a little surprise trip down to Austin, Texas, with my bride, which was really cool because I got to try Central Texas barbecue, which. You know, I know there's a lot of arguments around it, but arguably the best barbecue uh, in the States, at least. Um, of course, Kansas City and Carolinas sure. and everybody else are going to argue that. But uh, but it was really good, really fun to go down there and just a different different vibe, you know, especially from where we live. We're in the central Cascades and uh, very green and, and not to say it wasn't green down there, but just a bigger city, yeah. B- bigger vibes, bigger city. Uh, some things I was really impressed with other things I was not, um, probably as with every city you go to. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But nevertheless, it was a fun five days with my bride and got to go explore a little bit and get some sunshine. It was really nice out, uh, down there. Um, yeah, it was great. How about you guys? You guys went down to Southern California a couple weeks ago. How was that? We did. Yeah, it was good. We took the kids down a little surprise trip, did some Lego land and nice met up with some friends and we used to live down there. Right. For those of you that are tuning in, we degree uh, 33. Yeah, we lived down there for a little over a decade. And so we have lots of community down there. So we got to spend some time with friends. That would have been over Easter. Nice. Even though I don't think you guys are listening to this till June. But so it was, um, but yeah, it was, it was good. And the kids were thrilled. And yeah, because Van probably formed some friendships down there. Probably good to see some old friends that he hadn't seen for a while. And yes and no. You know, his good one of his best friends that he had formed down there. Actually, their family has moved to all, of all places to to Israel. Um, oh, and so um, wow, his best friend from down there is no longer down there. Um, and when we moved up here, he was like four. So oh, so he was still pretty little. Yeah, he was still still on the younger <sighs> really? side of things. Yeah. Well, we've been here. Well, he's 10. I cannot believe. So we've been here six years, a little over. Time is just becoming more and more expedient. It goes fast, right? Yeah. And and not to say, because when you reflect on time, I always look back and I go, yeah, lots happened though. It's not like, you know, it's not like time snapped and you don't know what happened. There's a lot that's occurred, but six years, that is wild. Yeah. Yeah. So we were down there and uh, most of it's uh, Holly and my community, um, but right. But still fun just to tap into that, check into that. You don't realize you don't realize how much you miss something until it's gone, until you've lost it a little bit. And so yeah. I, I just love seeing old friends. In fact, I saw one yesterday that I hadn't seen for a while. I gave him the biggest hug. I was like, dude, where have you been, man? Like it was so you know, it's really <laughs> yeah. healthy. Yeah. And at the same time, I think it was confirming for us, like, yeah, there's some things that we miss here, but I, I don't miss here. I feel like this is the most ideal place for you guys to live. Maybe I'm wrong. Where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking, I mean, maybe maybe being closer to a bigger city for certain amenities. Sure. Possibly. But you're only two hours from Seattle, too. So it's not too far to grab those things if you need them. But in terms of all the things you like to do, 
like fishing, mountain biking, skiing. Where else would you do that better? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a few places, right? Yeah, okay. Maybe. But, yeah. I mean, and be in Washington State near family. Yeah. This is the spot. Right. You know, Because your other options, te- Texas, and you're probably not that interested Oh, in where my family is. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Texas has a lot of upside. Yeah, it does. Don't get me wrong. But I, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's I pretty special. I wouldn't want to. Pretty lucky to be here. You mentioned time, right? And how fast time goes. Yep. You know, one of the things that we talk about here on this podcast is making sure that we are using our time to pursue things that, well, I don't know what word to put here. I I could put matter, um, but it's not just that, that we're excited about, but it's not just that. Right. Right. But intentionally using our time. And as we were talking this morning about, you know, how was your trip? And, you know, we debriefed a little bit here before we turned the microphones on. Yep. Yep. Uh, There's a bit of pivot in the air. And so I think we should maybe go down this rabbit trail since it's yeah, fresh. I like agree. we haven't recorded an episode in three weeks for us. Um, and it feels like way longer. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. And uh, there's been some changes even since our last conversation. Yep. That uh, that I I raised my eyebrows about. Right. So tell me, just I don't know how you want to like get into the meat of this here, but I want you to kind of take a bit of the lead here from yeah. a standpoint of like, tell me about where your head's at, where your heart's at and kind of what precipitated a bit of like, okay, I need to, to make a bit of a change, a pivot, a shift. I need to make some adjustments here. Yeah. Um, no, I appreciate this topic. I think it's relevant for a lot of people. Um, whether or not you're working a nine to five job, running your own business, or just simply twiddling your thumbs and not knowing what to do next. Um, there's kind of a, a series of events that have occurred, uh, over the last three to four months, five months. Um, but for me, so, uh, Luke's eyebrows were raising because of my consistent pendulum swing. If I'm consistent at anything, (laughs) it's inconsistency, (laughs) uh, which I usually say on the golf course too, which is not really a compliment to myself. Um, but anyway, you're a good uh, golfer. Well, I mean, but I always joke that I'm most consistent in being inconsistent, right? Like I show up one day and my driver is bonkers. The next day it's all over the place. You know what I mean? I just can't keep it together. But anyway, I do love to golf. So, um, so basically where we're at in our conversation is, um, I, over the last couple months have messaged out to our client client base, um, the public in general, that I am going back into production, back into sales for real estate. We even talked about that in a past episode, like you're getting back in, why you're excited about getting back right. in, why you didn't want to before and now right. you do. So, right. I mean, those are, that's only like three or four episodes old. Not, not that long ago. And to give you a little bit of background on that is, yeah, there was cert- there's certainly, I think there's cognitive dissonance and bias, whatever we choose to do or don't do, right? So when you make that decision, you've gotta, you've gotta motivate yourself to move in that direction to the best of your ability, right? If you're gonna, anything worth doing is worth doing well, yeah. right? That was one of the best pieces of advice I got as a younger man. And, um, and so for that reason, I thought, let's, let's find a way to enjoy this, right? Let's gamify this, let's, let's get back into this where you now have support to get back into production. Um, but without actually being back into production, those were hopeful, hopeful thoughts. Sure. Uh, once I got back into it and got, went through a few transactions, um, I realized 
pretty quickly that it was it was literally eating my soul. Um, mm. And that's listen. And when I say that, that shouldn't be true for everybody. There, there's plenty of you out there that are realtors that are in the sales game that it's not, and it is fulfilling and it is fun for you. For me, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just my own ethos or it's just the season of life I'm in. I'm not sure what it is, but um, real estate transactions are just not in my blood right now. Mm. Um, Everything about it, I was resisting, avoiding, trying to find any reason to do anything else. Um, And for me, that's an internal flag of, this is not something you should be doing, right? Mm. If you're gonna be giving yourself to anything, you should be doing this well, right? And there's something to that. So I was checking in with that pretty, pretty uh, regularly with production, getting back in. Okay, so let's pause there for a second mm-hmm. because I want to I want to go down that rabbit trail for just a second. You said it wasn't resonating with you internally, mm-hmm. right? So there's a couple of questions here. One, what is that in practicality? What does that mean? Like, what does that feel like? What's that internal experience? And two, the other piece of this is whether it's myself or other people listening here, is that going to be something that we should all be tuning into? Like that, whatever that manifestation is for you, it might be different, but for me, but is that an indicator for all of us that we need to be looking for other options? So two questions there. What was that? What did that actually feel like to you? And how should the rest of us interpret that? Um, so for me personally, well, let me answer the second question first. I think it's a short term versus long term reality or feeling or, um, emotional state, right? If one day, two days you wake up and you're like, God, I'm just tired. I just don't feel like doing this today. Those feelings may come and go pay attention to that. Right. But if you're a month, two months, three months into this and that nagging feeling every day won't leave you pay attention to that and then it's time to pay attention there's there's some self-awareness that needs to click in and i ignored that for a really long time so so part of my answer to the first question is going to be um i partially don't really know because i i ignored it for so long um and i think it was probably way more obvious um had i paid attention to it early on than it than it is now. Now it's such an underlying um, feeling of discomfort and dissatisfaction that I, I've just moved. I, almost like a conveyor, being on a conveyor belt, just moving through life. Right. Mm. It just kind of felt like I'm just standing on this thing, watching my life happen around me, not stepping off of it and taking a step that I'm ready to take. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, so internally, what does it feel like? What did it feel like? Um, Peer resistance. I, I don't know how else to say it other than like uh, a feeling of ick, a feeling of like I just don't want to do that. Like I, yeah. like I, I want to try to put it into words, but it's a feeling of um. Be- the best physical representation is this. Sure. And right. for those of you that are listening, it's like hands up in front, like stop, whoa. Yeah. Like let's just put a break on that. And, um, but that's internally what it feels like is like, like everything's bouncing off of you. Like you can't, you you don't want it to come in and and be a part of your life. It's avoidance, avoidance, resistance, all those things. Um, no flow, 
No flow. Yeah, flow is a, a flow is a great. I think we talked about that last time, right? Did we? I think we were with Troy last time. Anyway, flow is when basically you're in a state of work and time passes faster than you realize, yes. right? And for and and I think that's an indication of what you should be doing. For me, someone asked me recently, they said, "When are you in flow?" And I said, "When I'm writing." So when I'm writing something thoughtful and meaningful oh, and interesting in writing, I get in a flow writing and I don't realize where time goes. It's great. Um, which is ironic that I haven't started writing yet, but it's because I'm not a big reader. It's really weird that I've created this oh. barrier to writing because I don't read often. So what am I writing a book for if I don't read books very often? Gary Vee's not a reader. I know. It's, it's He's a, written like what? Eight books? Yeah. It's a silly little <laughs> thing that's kind of getting in the way. Um, and then also cooking. You need to start writing. I know. I do. Okay. I do. And, and, the, and cooking. And the crazy part about it with writing, because it's such a long effort, right? Like you write for months, maybe even a year, some people years to get their book out. Um, and it makes me feel like, and just please speak truth into my life. Right sure. Now. Yeah. But it makes me Let's feel go. like I'm not spending my time wisely. Mm. If there's not a result right there waiting for me, I have a harder time committing to an activity if I don't have immediate results. Do you know what you'd write about? My, absolutely. Write about my story. There's no doubt about it. Okay. And well, then an easy way to go about this then, again, just from a let's zoom out standpoint and what's the benefit? Why, why am I doing this? Don't think of it as writing a book. Think of it as creating a journal that you can leave for future generations to consume. And That is cool. And as that happens, so will... The end result may turn into a book and the end result may not, but either way you win. And so does everybody else. Okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure there's anything else to say there. That was actually awesome. Thank you for that inspiration. Yeah. Okay, really, so really good. you're not feeling the flow, you're getting this resistance, you become aware of this, maybe you become reminded of this, like, oh, right this is what it felt like to be in production and i hate this feeling yeah so then what like where where's this going gavin yeah so so then you're then you're met with a the real question of okay is it still worth it to do what i don't want to do to make sure that i'm financially stable enough to go out and do what i want to do eventually sure now um i think we're going to go back to the question, when is the right time? And there's there's no perfect timing. It's an important no, question though. Yeah, but I think at the same time, if we if I don't start today, then I'm one day late getting started. True. And so, you know, you, you ask yourself the question, okay, well, where is this thing a year from now if I pivot and do something new? And it doesn't matter because if you start a week from now, you're a week farther yep. down the road. Um, so I think that's where I've landed is look like I just need to get, I just need to start. I just need to get started, get going on it. So like I had mentioned to you, uh, via text over the last week, I'm going to, I'm going to commit to the farmer's market. I talked about yeah. that before. Yeah. Um, already been in communication with the health department, with the farmer's market themselves. Applications are in motion. So I'm going to put it out there and see what happens and see, dude, it's going to crush. Well, and if I do the process and go through these, uh, you know, these opportunities with the farmer's market and realize this isn't what I thought it was. What a great low barrier to entry. Find out if it's something that is making me tick more and more and more. And if it is, 
than I know. It is the epitome of what we've talked about before, and that is just start. Go sell one, right? It is like getting momentum and going, all right, let's vet this idea. Is this fun? Is this life-giving? Am I in a flow? Is this the way I would want to pursue the next project? Right. What does this look like if it were simple? Well, pretty freaking simple to just set up a booth at a farmer's market. It's as simple as it gets. And and go, was this was this entertaining? Yeah. Was this good for me? Yep. So yes. And then on top of that, the last thing I'll share from from my current state and status is ultimately I want to help people take a leap of faith. Mm. I really do. And I spoke to that earlier today, but I want to help people overcome their own fears, uh, sticking points, whatever it might be. I want to be that catalyst that can help people take that next step. Um, And so I've considered some coaching, potentially some life coaching, things like that, um, and doing other things that help promote that as well. Uh, And so all that to say is if I can't do this, right, pivot from a really fruitful real estate career. I'm still the designated broker of a firm that I own. I've taken it as far as I want to take it personally. Still want to grow that business with my wife. Um, Is ultimately, I just want all of this. uh, I want to be able to show the world that you can pivot from anything, whether it be something you don't necessarily love doing to something you do love doing, whether it be that big new business idea that you've dreamed about and never taken uh, that next step on. Uh, I want to show you how it's done, not just tell you how mm. it's done. And so uh, that's where I'm at. I'm in at the beginning stages of that. Where it goes from here, don't know. So, all right. So let's let's make this practical then for somebody that's listening. And that is, you know, you, we mentioned that timing is a factor and yet people lean on timing as almost a crutch right so there's a balance there but there also has to be appropriate positioning let's be real there has to be appropriate positioning for you for us for others to be able to make a pivot and the the word that keeps coming into my head is responsibility Mm-hmm. Right there, there has to be, and I want you to talk about this for a second. There has to be a balance between dropping everything and chasing, mm-hmm. and main maintaining control. That, that's what I want to say. I don't know if that's the right the right word, but but making sure that you pay attention to your responsibilities. Okay, right. that could be right. your mortgage, that could be your family, that could be your kid's education, like whatever your, and let's just call it financial responsibilities right now. But we can extrapolate that into other areas. Right. You know, there there has to be a situation, you have to be in a position where taking that leap doesn't call into question your responsibilities. Sure. So how did, how does that work for you? Uh, you know, one, I think most importantly for me is support from my wife. That's been huge, right? Saying, Hey, like go, she's on board. She's on board. Right. And yeah, doing it irresponsibly so that your family struggles. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, right? You have to, you have to do it in a way that, uh, maybe a little uncomfortable, that's okay, but comfortable enough to where financially you're in a position 
to thrive, not just survive. I mean, as a family, that's that's your first priority, in my opinion, uh, as parents. Um, yeah, I'd say for me, honestly, for me, it boils down to to support from her. Now, if you're listening in, going, okay, well, I don't have a wife. Like, how do I how do I know? What are my what are my measuring sticks along the way to know that I'm ready to go? You know, I'd say six months, right? Six months of emergency funds is a good place to start, making sure that you're financially set up to take care of any bills and things that come along the way while you're trying to grow this thing and build this thing the way you want to. You can also start as a side hustle like I'm doing, right? I'm committing one Thursday every week throughout the summer. That's not a giant commitment of my time to test the market to find out if I have a product that the community wants and loves, right? So you can test things out. You don't have to go two feet in all at once. If you are a two feet in person, I understand that. I'm that way as well. But I'm not giving up my real estate company. I'm still the designated broker of my real estate company. I'm still planning to recruit agents to my real estate company. Um, Brooke is obviously a a part of that. So she'll help me manage things as well. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm reminded by a mentor that said, look, your world expands when you think in terms of and not or. Right? So... A lot of people want to go, well, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to jump over here and do this. If it's causing misery, right, and pure unhappiness and nothing but stress in your life, then yeah, cut that thing off. But if there are, you got to be honest with yourself, right? Yeah, real estate transactionally is something that I don't want to do anymore. Real estate as an industry, as a career, creating opportunities for others, uh, commission, I mean, all of those factors are fruits of the industry that you can't ignore and you can't just sit here and piss on it and say, it's all bad. It's not right. There are things that are still good about it that can feed my family that can grow us in ways that other things can't. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say if you're listening and going, when, when am I actually ready? If your emergency funds are, are there and you're financially capable of, of taking a leap of faith in the direction you want to go, then there's no more delaying. You're getting in the way of yourself at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's there's an element to it that you need to just start. We've talked about that. But there's also an element to it that you can't jeopardize what's going at the same time. Right. Right. And so... You know, I'm th- I'm thinking of, of various scenarios. You know, you have somebody that's working 100 hours a week, right? Right. Or, or, or maybe more, right? And that's that's a lot, right? I mean, that's 12 to 14 hour days, right? right? For most people's working week. That's a lot of grind. If they have a family also, what's left over for family? And so when you go in that situation where someone's grinding, could be a high income earner, you know, someone that's making a half a million or a million dollars a year, typically it's going to require hours like that. If you're, if you're making that kind of money, like there's, I can also see somebody going, I don't even know how, like where I would find the time and space and energy to pivot to something because I am consumed with my current job and any extra hours that I do have, I feel obligated or I'm desiring to spend that with my family. Cause that's all I have. Right. I have a thought here, but how would you coach them to make that pivot and to start in a situation where they're they're maxed yeah that's a great question and i think there's going to be a number of scenarios out there that are just more difficult to to break out of 
Uh, if you're working 100 hours in your career and you don't love it, that's quite the commitment. And I'd actually ask anyone the question, even if it's 80 hours, how much of that are you actually working? Like, I don't know any human being that has the capacity to work that much for that long consistently without burning out entirely. And maybe there are some robots out there that can do it, but I would really ask the question, how much of your time throughout your day are you actually wasting that is not being utilized for real work activities? Um, and I think if you look at your, your day, right? You sleep eight hours a day, so now you're left with 16 hours. Uh, let's say you work 10 hours, you're still left with six hours. Uh, let's say you spend two of those hours with your kids and family, you still have four hours. Then what are you doing with that additional four hours? Are you watching TV? You reading? Right. You studying? You working on something else? So I think we actually have more time available to us, and I think we waste more time uh, than we think, and even pay attention to. Actually, one of my favorite postcards is said, uh, uh, "Time or what did it say? Not time is valuable, but um, time is valuable. Waste it wisely, something like that." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, to the point of. I think we do that a lot, a yeah. lot more than we think. And I think that we, we do, we do that a lot, but there's also, you know, there's an element of like, okay, so I have four hours left, but I've pumped the well dry. Like, do I even have the capacity to get up and add another project? You know, even if I'm using my time, like you laid out there and I have four hours left, like can I invest that well and feel good and have good energy and like do a good job? So there's, there's a balance there where I was going to go with it. And you know, this isn't going to be right for everybody, but I think that there's going to be situations where you have to take a step back. Sure. Now that could be, Oh, you mean an income or something like that? Yeah. Yes. There may be a situation where you have to step back. Now that may mean income, but that might mean also, volunteer work stuff too that keeps you busy right that that you value highly and it's not that you're going to take a step back indefinitely it's for a season but that might mean volunteering at the school or volunteering at your church or volunteering you know there's lots of areas that we give our energy to and and good good places to put energy but there there may be a season where you have to take a step back to make sure that you have the capacity to go a direction that you're feeling like I'm, you know, to throw back to one of our ep- other episodes, I'm being called in this way. I'm moving in this way. I feel like I'm being drawn in this way. You may have to, you may have to step back. You may have to step down from a career. Sure. You know, you may have to go, okay, I'm not going to make half a million. I'm not going to make a quarter. I'm not going to make a hundred. I'm going to step back. I'm going to only make 80 and we're not going to be able to take the trips that yep. we were going to take but we're going to do it for a short window so that I have the time and the capacity to put into something that that's going to give me more life. Cause that's the question is, do you want to work a hundred hours a week of unhappy hours or pivot to something that's going to actually fulfill you? Um, and I know everyone wrestles with that all the time. Um, but I'd agree with you. You know, I think, in order to make any pivot, it's going to take two things relentlessly, uh, humility and discipline. If you're going to do it effectively, yeah, you have to humble yourself and know that I'm not the man anymore and I'm going to have to prove myself again and sell myself and sell my product or my service, whatever else. 
starting over is humbling. It it's a definite pride check, mm-hmm. and yep. it's 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 not easy. No, it's really not. Um, but if you do it right, so worth it. Yeah, I, I really believe that. So worth it. And I feel more. I feel a real deep sense of responsibility to get disciplined with this. Not just, right, if I want to go out and do new things, like my, I don't have a sense of like free for all, right? I'm a free flow guy. You know that about me. I have a sense of like, I need to get this order, like in order. I need to get everything. It's intention, intentionality. Intentionality, great, yeah, perfect word to use. Intentionality kicks in. And if you don't feel that, Keep asking questions about, you know, that new that new direction, new vision, new new venture. Is are you just moving away from something? I feel like you're. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I know myself well enough to know that if I feel more disciplined about what I'm doing, it's more aligned with who I am and what I want to do uh, in general. Yeah, you mentioned something there. Are you moving away from something? Um, that could be the case for people. Yeah. Right. That, that in other words. I don't know what it is that I'm wanting to chase, but I know that I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm moving away from that, whatever that is. Right. And I think that that's okay too. And you have to sometimes move away from something to then give energy to something that could draw you. Right. And that might not be the first thing that you try. Right. It might not be the second or the third, but you know that you don't want to do that. So you need to just start sampling, right? You need to just start, I'm going to do a little bit of this. I'm going to do a little bit of that. And then when it clicks, now you're moving towards something instead of away from something. Because if you're moving away, that will get the process started, but it's not where you want to pursue from. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. And I I think... uh just be very careful that um, as you're starting to explore, even if you move away from that thing, whatever it is, and you start to explore, that you just don't latch on to something because it seems like it's a good fit and ah, it's better than that, so I'll try that. Uh, just be very careful to, to tune in to what that new thing is that's going to get you excited every single day and drive you. If it gets you excited for 30 minutes, it's not it. If it gets you excited, at like like I told Luke, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I, I walked out of my front door today and I looked over at my smoker and all I wanted to do was smoke meat. That's all I literally <laughs> wanted to do today. Uh, and this, I love doing this too. Um, but I thought real estate, nah, smoking yeah. meat, yeah. I'll do that every day, all day, anytime. Yeah. And so I know it sounds like a really silly thing. Like how do you go from real estate to that? I don't know. I can't explain it to you, but I just know I want to. That That's all I can and just be very careful that it creates that for you. So it's a bit of, I mean, we talked about the timeline as it relates to recognizing that you needed to move away from something. Right. So is it going to be similar on the other side of that scale, recognizing that you need to move towards something because you can't shake it? I think it might be relative to how much um, dissatisfaction what you're currently doing is actually bringing to your life right because if you're just mildly dissatisfied like ah, my job's pretty good but i kind of would rather do my own thing and man you're kind of waffling back and forth 
I think it's going to be tough to convince yourself to finally take that leap of faith towards something you're really excited about. Um, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong on that. What are your thoughts on that? You know, does someone have to be fully dissatisfied to pivot and make that change? Or can you be so fueled and excited about an idea that it doesn't matter? It just pulls you anyway. Well, I think it can happen both ways. Yeah. I think you can be totally dissatisfied with what you are doing and therefore pushed to make a change. Or I think you could be stumbling on something that you're recognizing it's all you can think about and you get pulled towards it. And I think it can happen both ways. What if, this is a good question, what if the money is not obvious? What don't, if you're super Don't pulled? give up your day job. <laughs> yeah. But but we know the money's there, right? We know that money can be made in that lane, whatever it is, whatever you decide to do. But what if it's not obvious, right? In terms of like, we all want to grow wealth, right? We all want to be successful at what we do. We don't want to just run a business to make 10 grand a year. Maybe some of you do. I don't. That doesn't sound interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but what do you do if it's not obvious? And you know that there's money there eventually. I'm, I'm going to find lanes to get there. Do you just move? Or do you take time and figure out where the money is and go that direction? I begin with the end in mind. And so my good, good advice. My thought there is, what are you hoping this turns into? How is the business going to serve you five years from now, ten years from now? If you're hoping that it turns into a lifestyle where you could shed real estate entirely, you could, in other words, shed your career entirely, then you better see the lane to get there. Sure, sure. Now, good advice. Pers personal philosophy, right? Subject to change. Your mileage may vary. Okay, but asking me. I'm a little bit more on the, I want to have a path. I want to see, I don't have to have all the answers, but I got to be able to vaguely see the direction that this is going to go and that the industry has the money in it, that my path has the money in it, that it can be achievable. Then, then I, then I'll go, but you gotta, it, you gotta make sure that you're clear about what you're trying to create. And this is a, a basic tenet too when I help people create um, business plans, which you know I'm sure will be an episode that we do at some point too. Yes, yeah. you know the strategy of of going from all right, I've got some green lights. Now how do I take this to the next level? But one of the things that you have to be super clear on is what foundation I'm building, right? I mean, the foundation that you have to put into the ground for an office building looks different than the foundation that you put into the ground for a single family residence. Right. And if you're not clear about what you're building, you're going to build an improper foundation. Do you create in by foundation? I know business plan is, is that, but what about a financial model? Do you create a financial model for your business before you even get started? Maybe that's how you determine where the lane is. Yes, you do. If you need this to, to monetize, you need to. If this is a side hustle, I get some juice out of it, this is fun. If it turns into something great, if it doesn't, great, I love it. Maybe not as important. Right, right. right? Feel it out. Feel Again, it out. start with the end in mind. Why are you doing it? And if you're doing it because you're hoping to be able to move to a new career, then yeah, let's, let's get a finance. The, the financial model can change. Right. But you need to understand 
you know, what are my cost of goods? How am I, what are my margins? How am I going to attract people? What are my, what are my methods for marketing? What's it going to cost me to acquire people? So on and so forth. You have to have a financial model before you dive all in. Now, you don't need to do that to test it. Sure. To see if something's going to work out, if it gives you juice to sample. Right. But at the point where you're like, I don't know, that we're, we're pushing all in. Yeah, you better you better have that have that stuff dialed in for sure. Yeah. And, and maybe even going all the way back philosophically to what you had stated a couple episodes ago, the need it, want it. I can't remember the full, but I wonder if everyone... If you're going to pivot in any direction, you have to come to a place of need, yeah. right? You have to need this change in your life, right? You can't just want it. You can't just dream about it. You need it yeah, to fundamentally change your life and lifestyle. Yeah. I wish, want, need, got. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, that. I wish that I could, that this would happen. I want this to happen. No, I, I need this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That need uh, will, f- that, I would say that feeling of need is probably also defined as grit that that i yep. think that's what fuels your grit because yeah. you need it and, and you're committing to it and that that's another i think commitment in and of itself that's a great baseline um factor of whether or not you're ready to roll mm. right are you are you so decommitted that's that's probably a good word to use is i just don't feel committed to the production side of things I feel committed to being the designated broker. I feel committed to growing the business and having, uh, you know, company conversations, but the day-to-day transactions, that's, that's, uh, I need to train other people to do those things. Sure. And that's okay to realize that it takes a few pendulum swings to figure that out, you know? And, and I would say also too, take whatever lane you're in, unless it's causing absolute misery, take it as far as you possibly can. Right, and that's what what I've resolved is. Look, I've taken this as far as I can. I've built, I've gone from being an independent real estate agent to owning a firm within ten years as, as a career in real estate. I feel like I've accomplished a lot in that lane, and I don't know where to take it from here. Well, I I can take it beyond here. I can scale it, grow it, and all that. But me personally, and where I'm at in my journey of it's life, it's got to be pulling you. I, I've 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 hit a peak. I guess is the best way to say it. I've hit a peak in yeah. that career. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about how you're going to to pivot and start sampling mm-hmm. the barbecue side. How are you going to pivot and start sampling the coaching side? <laughs> Great question. I, man, I don't know because- and like, It's okay if you don't thought... know yet, but I wanted to toss that out there because all you've done to me for the last six months <laughs> has pushed me towards coaching. Yeah. And in, in, thank you for- for even uh, breaching the subject, I um, I have been really I have been afraid to start coaching, uh, and this is a fear based thing, and I fully admit it. In that, I never want to appear as presumptuous. I never want yeah. anyone to say, "Man, dude, you, look, I, I'm the first to admit I make many mistakes. I'm not perfect by any means. I think most human beings would admit that." Um, and I never want it, would want it to come across that I've got it all figured out and I know what to do and you've got to listen to me to take the next step. And it's not true, but I got really excited recently. I shared with Luke that, um, I really believe I can help in the life coaching lane, uh, and most specifically to helping people take a leap of faith, uh, that they want to take in their lives. 
Um, and I've kicked around the idea of a 90 day coaching um, program to help people get there and help design a life that they really are excited about, a, a life by design, so to speak. Um, and so I don't, I don't know. I, I've thought about maybe just putting it out there into the social verse and see what happens and see if someone picks it up. Uh, of course, you can't be a prophet in your own town, so there's always a little bit of a risk of doing that. But I don't know how else to get started, to be honest with you. Um, I think my story going from homeless and addicted to uh, owning a real estate firm and a thriving family and starting new businesses and yeah, you know, having a podcast with my bro-in-law and that'll preach. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> there's a trajectory there that um, I think a lot of people would look at and get on board with and go, yeah. okay, like this guy's been to the absolute pit of life I have and I've lived there for a year and a half. <laughs> uh, and now I'm enjoying a lot of, a lot of fruit from the effort and, and work we put in over the last decade. And I'd love to share that with anybody and help people do the same. So I don't know yet, but I will be taking steps in that direction as well. Well, and it's okay that you don't know yet. Yeah. Like that. And for those of you that are listening, it's like, I'm feeling, I, I know that this is the direction I'm going or I want to go, but I don't, the path isn't obvious yet, right? The first part of it for you, which this has been a, a recent awareness, I feel, or at least recently voiced. We haven't talked much about it, you and I. Yeah. Um, you may, it's maybe been stirring, but this is really the first time I've heard you talk about it. Um, and I, there's probably a lot of people out there that that'll resonate with. Like there's a, there's a bit of a stir, like, um, you know, there might be something here but the path isn't obvious. And I think the path becomes obvious when you start moving. I think there's also times that the path, there's not, you can't create movement until it becomes obvious. Like there's an, an interesting paradox there. I think it could be both. And but, I think there are certain things you can't see or can't enjoy unless you create the path. Right, like I think back to our, our blue line trip, right? Where we went yeah. and hiked into the mountains, no trails, uh, uh, no directions, nothing. We just started hiking straight blue up. Blue lining, for those of you that yep. don't know, is a, a fishing term where you find a blue line on a map, which is a, a moving body of water, you know, a creek, a river, a stream uh, that may or may not be named. Right. And you go hike into it to try and fish it. And they usually have native little native cutthroat or native rainbows in there, things like that, which is we never had done before, but we decided to give it a shot. We went and blue lined and we came across some, in my opinion, some of the most beautiful scenery I've yeah. ever seen. And had I followed a trail, I would have never seen that. Yeah. And so sometimes you got to carve your own path. Yeah. You know, I think about, you know, for me as, as you've urged me to get into the coaching side of things and, and, see where that goes and you know we've talked about it before i dabbled in like trying to generate some clients and that didn't go the way i thought it would or or what i would hope to green light would right um i've helped some friends you know do a little bit of of coaching discovery you know but just very casually you know nothing official just like yeah having, you know, conversation and asking me questions, that type of thing. And, you know, about two weeks ago, it became obvious of what a first step could look like for me. And, it, but it took me 
a long time. I don't even know how to put a timeline on it to realize what an obvious first step could be. Right. And that was reaching out to our agency's current clients and saying, hey, would you like some coaching? And how'd that go? It went well. Like it, it, I haven't started the actual coaching. My first actual coaching session is this week. But I, I have a handful of people. I, I think I have got eight or nine that reached back out That's and were awesome. like, yeah, let's talk. I'd like to talk about what that could look like. And, and do you think because you've proved yourself over the last couple of years with sure. your business, it's helped? I think so. It, maybe there's something to that with coaching, like earn the ask. A hundred percent necessary, at least within, I don't think I could have sent that cold email to a bunch of people in the same industry and it would have been received. Right. Like, I think they'd have gone, well, whatever. But I have two, three, five years of experience of helping these from an agency level, helping these these companies grow from a marketing perspective. So they've seen me do it from, from marketing and I've built trust with them. So it was an obvious next step. Why I didn't see that as being an obvious next step of like, hey, why don't you ask the people that you're already working with? I, I couldn't tell you why. I don't, it, it was a blind spot. It was a blind spot. Mm. Um, but I saw it finally and sent two emails and sent it to, all I did is I sent it to 25, just my top 25 clients is all I sent it out to. And, you know, to have nine people out of 25, that's, that's a good percentage. That's awesome. Um, that and have said, yeah, I'm interested in talking. So does it go somewhere? I don't know. And I want to, I want to make clear here that most people would have stopped after the first attempt. Mo, I would say ninety-eight oh. percent of people would have said, "Ah, didn't go the way I thought it would. I'm done. I'm out. I, I, I've now I have feelings, and this sucks, and I don't want to do it. Now the world has told Meaning me." Meaning, my first attempt when I yeah. put some advertising out there to try and generate clients. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Most people would have, after that effort would have said, "Nope. The universe has told me it's not for me." Yeah. Uh, but I want to make clear here that your second effort has a lot to do with the success in moving forward. Most people give up way too easy. You yeah. you let it stew for a minute. You sat back and went, okay, let me think about this a little bit differently. And moments of genius always come at the most random times, right? You yeah. had that aha moment randomly. It was like, wait a second, why don't I do this? And <laughs> yeah. boom, and it hits. And so I just really encourage anybody out there, don't give up on your first try. Don't get deflated and discouraged because everybody didn't jump up and slap you on the back the moment you said you're gonna do something new. That's not how the world works. Remember this. Well, Everyone wants you to do well. They just don't want you to do better than them. Mm. So just, and, and I know that's hard to take in at this moment, but just remember when everyone's not, you know, cheering you on, especially when you're doing well, it's for a reason and it's nothing personal, right? Yeah. Just, just take it in stride, keep moving forward, give it a second shot, a third shot. Honestly, I'd say in many, in many circumstances, if you haven't given it 10 efforts, it's probably not enough. Mm. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but like in sales, it takes up to eight phone calls to actually break through to a lead. Yep. That's that's the industry standard, eight phone calls. Most people don't make that many phone calls. And that's the minimum, it's eight to 12. Yes, right? And so if you haven't efforted 10 times toward whatever you want, you're, you're not giving it enough effort. And again, this has gotta be something that's pulling you. Correct, something you're excited to do and get up every day and, and share with the world, right? That's yeah. what I've explained before is, 
If, if you don't want to express that to the world and that's not what you want to give to the world, don't. Well, you're, you're not going to have the motivation to give it that level of energy. Right. Because it's when you're starting something from the ground up, with few exceptions, and I'm sure there are, it's going to be a bit of a grind. Like there's going to be some stuff you don't like doing. There's going, it's going to be harder than you think it is. Like right. we can get romantic about pursuing something new and I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it, especially when you're like in that, well, it's kind of like a honeymoon stage, right? You can get really romantic about what this could be. Yeah. Then you're met with adversity, which we all are. And you are forced to check and go, is this something I'm really wanting to chase? Like, cause I'm gonna have to push through some quote unquote pain here. Right. To, to make this happen. And so having it make, making sure that it's something that you're really wanting to do. Otherwise you're not going to, you're not going to give it that energy. No, no. And you certainly don't want to give it so much energy that you're, you know, running the ship into the ground kind of a thing, right? You want to make sure you're aware of what's going on. Not just cause you love it so much. You got to keep it going. You got to be yeah. aware of what's going on around you. But yeah, if you're not, if you're not willing to give all you got, it's probably not worth pursuing. So, okay, here's my last thought, because we're at about 50 minutes, not quite, but we're getting there. Um, you know, both of both you and I are on a path of trying something new. Yep. What are you going to be looking for as you go through this experience of sampling, meaning doing the farmer's market, cooking for people? What am I going to be looking for as I do my first coaching calls? do it with multiple people like what do you think your pass fail makes it sound final but your green lights to do this to take another step like what are you hoping to discover in that process and experience to make you go yeah this is something i need to do more of i need to figure out a way to scale this or do it bigger I have to build a financial model and it has to make sense, right? I'm not going to pursue something that's not going to build financial independence and wealth. Um, and it might not be as quickly as other lanes, but as long as that still financially makes sense, uh, I'll continue on. But more importantly is it, it, maybe it's ego driven and I apologize if it is, but I just love the response I get from when I serve people good food. I just do. <laughs> it fuels me. It, it fills me up. And to me, I know it seems like you need a deeper why than that, but I don't. The, mm. the smile and look on people's faces and satisfaction they get after eating the food I make, that fills me to the top every single freaking time. I don't even want to eat. Like most people are like, you're going to eat? I'm like, no, I just want to sit around and watch people eat. That's all I want to do. And it comes, and it's as simple as I just want to feed people. It's really not, not more complicated than that. I just love feeding people. But I think to cap it off, I'm really going to do my best not going to be perfect at it, but I'm going to do my best to pay, pay attention to the four agreements. We talked about that before that yeah. book, right? Uh, be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personal. Don't make any assumptions and always do your best. And if I, if I can master those four things as I move through this new season, um, I just really feel like good things are going to come from that. Yeah, I really do. So, and more importantly, I know that I, I most of the time do what I say I'm going to do. Uh, I know I changed my mind here and there. Um, but, uh, and I know that I'm going to give it my all. That's just how I operate. But the two, the two in the middle, I think I, I need to pay attention to the most. Don't make assumptions. Don't take anything personal, especially as you're trying to build a new business. 
those things can get in the way faster than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I, ma- if I continue to work on mastering that as I grow into a new venture, I think good things are going to come from that. That's great. Uh, my, my last thoughts here too. I think for me, what I'm going to be looking for, because the financial model is built in for me. Right. Because the coaching, they're only on my calendar because they're going to pay me. Right. Okay. So the financial model is done. Um, it can, it'll be tweaked and it'll be improved and how much energy am I giving and all of that will be a moving target. But from an initial standpoint, I think for me, it's when I hang up the phone, am I excited to pick it up again? Mm. (laughs) I I think that's going to be my pass fail when I'm and, and, but it needs to be in alignment too, with not assuming that that is coming back to an agreement. Right. Assuming that that I, I can't assume that that's coaching. It may just be that client. Sure. Okay. So there, there's there's going to be a balance there, but I think for me it's going to be. Oh, that was fun. I enjoyed it. I can't wait to get back on the phone. First and foremost, and then secondarily, would be, do people want to eat what I'm serving? Yeah. Right. Secondarily, for me sure. is, God, and they got results. I couldn't wait to get back on the phone and they couldn't wait to get back on the phone. Right. That's what's going to, that will be for me the indicator of yes, let's lean in here. Let's scale this. Let's do more of this. Let's diversify. Let's whatever that is going to be. Right. That's going to be a really fun process of discovery for me of going. Yeah, this is, this gives me juice. But again, remember, I'd say also tune in and know that there are going to be days peppered yep. peppered in there that you're like, what was that conversation? That dude was out to lunch, man. He was yep. freaking on a weird emotional rant, you know? Yep. I don't even know what we talked about for that that hour. There's going to be moments and days like that. But Always. I'd say in general, if you're continually coming back to, I can't wait to talk to another client. Like, yeah. I, I just want to help the next person. That's going to be fun to, to realize for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for you for that. So we'll see where it goes. The anatomy of a pivot. The anatomy of a pivot. It's in motion. Uh, we have not, I don't think we've revealed exactly what this looks like yet. You will learn as we go. Cause again, we want to process the purpose of our life with you guys. Yeah. You know, um, and go through this journey together not just sit back and tell you what to do, but to show you through our actions, what real life and business looks like. And, and even our thoughts today, as we talked about it, subject to change right there could be other people that are further down the line on this stuff that they're listening and they're like what you guys said i'm not sure is true it doesn't make sense but maybe yeah like i'm i'm totally open to getting back on this microphone next session six months from now whatever it is and being like you know what i said back there it's not true and i'm sorry but this is what I've learned now because yeah. that's really the human exist- existence. The human experience is we learn, we're evolving, we're growing, and we'll know more tomorrow than we know today. You're allowed to change your mind. Yeah. You just are allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to evolve and learn new things and form new thoughts. Um, but you but you have to commit to what you love. I'd say that's that's the have to. Everything else is ancillary to that. Yeah. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, me too. Thanks for joining us today. Yep. Likewise. All right. Over and out.
Thank you for tuning in to Processing Purpose. We hope you grabbed a few gold nuggets to take one step forward in your journey of life and business. Please remember to like and subscribe our channel if you'd like to get more content to help you build and grow everything around you. Make today your best day. Today is day one.